0: Welcome to the Phantom Zone.
1: Special episode of Smallville Chronicles, where we are going to talk about the pilot episode of Krypton or Krypton. Uh, Joining me, as always, is Alan Muir.
0: This show
2: is fantastic. And John Scott. Hello, hello. Um, Yeah, I saw this episode. I saw the show, and uh, I kind of fell off. So I have no idea what happens after a certain
1: point. Yeah, so this was my first, I guess, we have kind of three different things, because you watched half of season one. Alan, did, have you watched the whole season, series so far? I'm about five episodes in, but... Okay, so my
3: you're... Time, my attempt to do research research on Wikipedia, as Wikipedia does,
1: spoils you. Okay, and I, this is, like, all I have done and seen is this episode. So... I would say right. Off I, I I do have a bunch of
3: like trivians, or not trivia, oh. like like notes at like okay. people who've collaborated with uh, what's his face Goyer, Goyer. Oh, like yes. someone, the original choice or the original. Should actor we who's should you go over
2: that first? Like,
3: what
1: is Krypton? Yes. Who made it? Yeah, yeah. So Krypton is the sci-fi original show that just got canceled. What like a month ago? No, this month. No, yeah. Oh, this, this month. month. Okay, so a couple of weeks ago. That revolves around the untold story of Superman's grandfather, Sig, he, L. Sig L, as he lives and fights in uh, Kandor City on Krypton. Uh, it's created by Goyer and. Cameron Welsh. Yeah, it has on here Damien Kindler as the other creator. He he actually has
3: a long like career with uh, sci fi. Like he. He, he worked on Stargate SG1, Stargate Atlantis, Sanctuary, and he was actually the
0: co-executive co-EP of uh, Sleepy Hollow. Oh, that was I a good show! You. Yeah, um, new, like each
3: like for, for Krypton, he was he wrote he, he every show he's been involved with, he obviously writes,
0: like, he wrote two episodes of Krypton. Episodes of Sleepy Hollow. Like tw- he's even directed certain stuff,
3: and obviously Goyer.
1: Yeah, Goyer's like the main guy running the DC. He, he developed Brothers. this.
2: Yeah, he kind of developed this. I think he's had this idea cooking for a while now,
1: and he's been involved in there in everything since. Um... Like Batman Begins and stuff, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Um, and he was involved in all of the Snyderverse, I guess is the best way to call it. Like the DCEU, he, or... he
3: he did he wrote uh Man of Steel and co wrote oh, I think he co wrote Batman v Superman with Chris Dario. Yes. yes, and then he just exited.
1: Yeah, I think he was just like a producer in quotes for Justice League as well as Wonder Woman. Which. Yeah.
2: He also wrote the upcoming Terminator movie that's coming out in a couple of months.
1: Oh. Oh, the one with Ghost Riders, the Terminator? Yes. Um, so I guess, like, one, the big thing that will, as we'll get into it, is like this show, at least from this first episode, seems to be very much in everything it how it portrays Krypton a prequel to Man of Steel. Yeah.
2: This like, takes visually, this takes some heavy inspiration and, from Krypton on Man of Steel.
1: Yeah. yeah not just like visually, like conceptually with like the Genesis chamber and all that stuff. That. And it also takes a little bit, a little bit from,
3: uh, the Donner and then Richard Link- Linklater. not Richard Linklater. Wrong director. Uh, the I'm forgetting He did uh Three Musketeers.
1: Oh, oh man. I can't remember his name. Which, he what, has like a, what movie? The he, Three Musketeers. He has like a famous there's like a uh what do you call it? Richard like, oh. Lester. Yes, oh. there's like a law in
2: like the Paul Thomas and Paul W. S. Anderson version.
1: No, no, there's actually he has like the famous because because of that movie and its sequel that um you can't film movies simultaneously anymore, because he he made those movies back to back, but kind of mixed together, and only everybody only got paid for basically doing one film.
3: Yeah, and like
1: so, there's like a rule now. I can't. That's basically that's named after him. Are
3: sure it's him and not the Saltkinds because they worked with him on Three Musketeers. They were
1: like, there's two Three Musketeers movies.
3: And like, and uh, Superman, Superman 1 and 2 were being shot back-to-back as well.
1: Yeah. I thought it was it specifically had to do with the three Musketeer movies. Because they shot them, like, not back-to-back, but, like, simultaneously. So, like, people didn't know what they were working on. And then they just cut them into two different movies. This is, like, the Charlie Sheen Musketeers, I believe. And one of them has, like, Chris O'Donnell. As a fourth
2: musketeer, uh, no, I'm looking right now. You're talking about Lester, right? Yeah, yeah, he did the three musketeers from 73 and then the four musketeers in 74.
1: Okay, so I'm thinking about the the previous, okay, the one after the, that. Okay, yeah,
2: he first other one was 93.
1: Okay, so I'm thinking of the wrong musketeers movies, but yeah, but that those are the movies that the rules based off of, which we definitely went on a huge tangent so. I would say, before we get into, like, the setting and stuff, so, our, the main, like, our actors in this, so, Cameron Guff is our star, he's Sig L, from his he's... IMDB, he's done, kind of nothing before this, I don't, I've never heard of this, Halcyon. This,
2: this was his first, kind of, really, really big, like, lead role.
1: Yeah, he was in the remake of Time After Time, which got cancelled very quickly. Um,
2: in, Like, short... two video games?
1: Yeah.
3: He's Georgia. A kind of fun, he's a kind of funny best friend.
0: Yeah.
1: So you have is. A, Yeah. There's Georgia Campbell who plays Lyda Zod. Yeah. So she was in Broadchurch, Flowers, Trip. So she's been a bunch of British TV, which I would say like almost everybody in the show is British. Except for the next person, which is Adam Strange. Played by the Miz. Oh my god, he looks just like <laughs> Well, like i have no idea what this so he's been in texas Chainsaw 3d final destination Oof. 2 um rampage not the like the movie that came out recently with the monster or something else uh he was on vampire oh, diaries oh we got the Uwe Bowl movie Ugh. yeah so he was in i'm trying to look uh oh he oh. <laughs> he was on an episode of smallville <laughs> um, Chloe,
2: the literal it literally says Chloe's boy thing. Chloe thing.
1: oof. yeah!
2: Wow.
1: So he looks like so. Mostly he was on Melrose Place, Life Unexplained, and The Vampire Diaries. Um. So he plays Adam Strange, which is, um, from the outside, like a crazy pole to have in this uh, universe. And then and we have he's. He's in it for the, like
3: the least. I mean, he's how the parent, his seg's parents get more to screen time than. Uh, yeah. Sure so. Yeah. He's
2: in this for maybe like what?
3: Five minutes, hey, maybe a little over.
1: He has three yeah, he comes, scenes totaling like four minutes. And yeah, that's about and,
3: it. and keeping true to the character,
1: he disappears through uh, Zeta beam. Yeah. It was a very lazy effect because it was like a cutaway with like some phasey stuff going on. Uh, which is strange, because a lot of the other effects are really good in this. And then Anna Ogbomo, uh who was one of the main, um,
0: what do you call it, from Wonder Woman.
1: The, um, I keep wanting to say, what, what the hell? Amazonians.
0: Philippus. Was,
1: yeah, Philippus. Uh, she was in World War Z. And she's been in a couple other things, which she's pretty badass in the show. It looks like um, the the only two guys I really recognized were Val L, which is um, the grand uh, his grandfather, which is Ian McEl- El- Elhini. He was in Game of Thrones and oh, young- yes, and Selmy. Okay, yeah, yeah. and he- okay. I know
3: we're we're gonna get dive into like what happens like the plot.
1: That opening. Oh, it is like they. I, I could. I would say like they Batman the shit out of Seg. No, no, I'm talking about I'm talking about when the 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 opening opening with Val.
3: Yeah, like the way he with him like in this in a Superman
1: suit basically. Oh, oh yeah, he looked goddamn ridiculous with the cape. <laughs> like,
3: oh, I gotta,
2: I gotta say, I saw his, like, little shirt. I'm like, did he go shopping in the sports men's section at Walmart?
1: Like, wait a minute. Yeah, their outfits in that intro, which I guess, so sort to of, kind of go into it, like, so the beginning is the government kind of changing hands from, I guess, like, some sort of a republic with a senate kind of a thing. I can't, or is call it called a council? Yeah, to the voice of Ralph. Yeah, to a theocracy which is a guy in a gold mask with multiple... Oh, well, we don't know it's a guy. A person in a gold mask that has multiple faces around it. It's actually a really cool design. And there's like another... I think it's a woman that has some language written all over her. And... Um, yeah, so Val Al gets kind of like, oh, just kind of uh, say it's that so- you're with everything. I can't... What is the guy he's talking to? Uh, his name? Uh, Darren Vex. Yes. Okay, because my like the names of everybody is like so hard in this.
3: Okay, so Darren Vex is the one who basically
1: sentences... He sentences Val, but it's really he's talking for the voice. He sentences um
2: uh... I just put Darren Vex is a dick. That's all I just yes. put it.
1: He's like a general what what's his name from like the new Star Wars movies?
3: Oh General Hux.
1: Hux, yeah. He's like, he's not in charge, but he's like the number two. And we never hear the voice of Rao talk in this pilot episode either. It's kind of like do hand motions and head waves. So he's kind of like interpreting that. So he sentences Val to death and they make him walk the plank, basically, into icy weather outside of uh, Candor. Candor, which is a interesting, like, I hope the show, which obviously continued, explains why there's like nuclear winter or whatever that's going on outside of Candor. Like, because there was another city out there we saw that's abandoned.
2: It's the city from Supergirl the movie.
1: Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, he gets walked to plank, and he doesn't want to do stuff, and then it's like the whole goodbye. They make his family... no, no,
3: they're they're charging him for treason. Yeah, then they sentence him to to death, and he falls. You ble- you see him fall to what you believe is his death.
2: Well, they sentence him to treason for pretty much what Jor El would prove later on.
1: Yes, which is that um, they're not alone in the universe; that there are alien species, and then his belief is that something is coming for them. I which believe.
3: I, I will get to uh,
1: later on. Yeah, and so we have like little kid, Seg. Uh, Seg and his parents. Which, what are his parents' names? Uh, Terrell and Carousel. Oh God! Yeah, which that- the-
2: Wait, Carousel like or A R Y S. Okay, that'd be really funny if it was called Carousel because I'm just gonna have yeah. jokes in my head then.
1: Which is but- funny, like the, the his dad is. Oh my God, Lestrade. Is the Stroud from the Benedict Cumberbatch uh Sherlock show?
2: Oh wait, the mom is from the Hunger Games movies. Okay.
1: Yeah, and she's the one you said was from Ray Donovan as well, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. they
3: watch them. She's, a, I, I said, she's actually she was on uh Caprica. She oh, that's on, a big she on, show.
0: She was on Deadwood. Oh. And like, she's
3: she's she has a, like a lot of these people are, are not just like how she was in
1: Tombstone. why Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I was like. They kind of backload the show, so like our main characters, all the young people, have been on like nothing, and then everyone that's like over like forty has been in a ton of shit. Um. So, the other, so then we cut to the future, and we have a bar fight, and it's Seg and his buddy, Kem, who I guess is a bartender?
2: You know, he's a bar owner. Can I talk oh. about the design of this bar for a second? Have any of you seen the show Dominion that was on Sci-Fi? I, I used to love that show, but then it just went to, to to a weird place. I swear to God, this bar looks like they like left the set and they did something else with it.
1: Oh, see, I was going to say it looks like the bar that Kirk gets in a fight in in the first Star Trek movie, the reboot. I was actually, I, I had <laughs> the same thought. I was
3: like, man, I'm getting like Star Trek 09 vibes.
1: Yeah, it's like very much like he's fighting and then they're like, I guess they're taking bets to make money. Because so not just does the grandfather get killed, but they strip them of their house of their rank. and their rank. So
3: they're rankless, this, which, yes, which actually, again, sci fi. Or comic book sci fi take social commentary. There are many rank lists in, yeah, andor, which is
1: it's very much. I'm trying to think, it kind of is like an expansion of I can't remember the the term for it, but like what India had apartheid. No, not apartheid. That's uh, in South Africa, India actually has a caste system. Like ah, Krypton yeah. has a cast system. And it so definitely the, has
2: a cast system.
1: Yeah, so w- what do they call them in this? When they're they have no house? Uh, so rankless. They, yeah, the rankless are like the untouchables. Like they have they can't go up. They're kind of trapped, although we see through the stuff that happens in episode one that that's not necessarily true. It's
3: sort of cast but with a twist.
1: Yeah. But it's also like it's a theocracy but with a cast, so we kind of jump around, we see um basically this is this is your men without your men but game of thrones yeah it's got
0: yeah
1: it's like sci-fi game of thrones but there's like our main character is kind of han solo-y yeah with his leather jacket and like being a rogue but with like a good heart and then i thought the scene that was interesting um it's actually one of my favorite scenes of the episode is when we cut to the training session. Which between oh, Zod yeah. and the daughter Zod and then her I, I don't remember the term they use, but they use like a weird term for like binding. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um and I guess because they all have the same sigil, but I guess it's the sigil of the Rao guy. Yeah. So I did like that training session and the mom like beats the shit out of her and it's like we don't and heal st- <laughs> and just
3: stabs her right in her uh, hand.
1: Yeah. Which they show later in like two scenes. like a uh, every time they have like she has it repaired and it looks like they welded her hand with some plastic or something. It's like a very weird repair. Um I'm trying to think. Is her betrothed is Dev, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Devin. So, um, which I guess, so like and, in this, these are all characters
3: from the comics. Just, just saying. Yeah.
1: So De- the Devin,
3: I, uh Darren Vex.
1: See, I don't remember Darren Vex. Looking at the thing though, there are names in here I know. Like, I know Val L. Well, Val L is usually, isn't that the name of the Black Superman? Or is that Val Zod? Uh, Valzad. Okay. Um, Are we talking about the
3: one from Earth, t- Earth, Two? Yes. Yeah, and there's a ca- character who, when we get to after uh, when we're done talking about the episode, I'm just I want to talk talk about like certain characters who they did show like, up that show up that did that they did weird g- gender bending with.
1: Yeah, well, one of the things I was going to bring up is, like, so they kind of, it really doesn't matter, but in this, the Zods, at least as a house, seem to be, like, they're black. But in that whole training thing, it looked like most of those guards are black, but then they're also dressed like, there's, like, white ones later on, and they're very Nazi-looking, with, like, the black garb and, like, the red sashes or whatever they have on them. They're like definitely trying to make that group, um, I guess, invoke that idea of like the Nazi Gestapo. Like when they're mar- marching in the street later on. Yeah, and there's a bit where
0: one of them is about to assault a a rankless. And yeah, a
3: rankless. Sec, like old man. just punch just decks him in the face
1: yeah so I guess the other I'm trying to like so the other big plot point in the middle is that um Seg's father forgets his medicine, so he goes and del- goes to deliver it with his friend, and he notices that somebody's like a suicide bomber, I guess I think yeah. it's four
2: black zero, yeah,
1: yeah, and tackles him and it holds and- him down and they shoot off his arm, which was badass.
2: There's a lot of brutal kills in this episode,
1: which is kind of kind of dope. Um, they shoot off his arm, and then this gives like, and we see that Val's dad is kind of like, he's like lower than a like he's kind of like a secretary, I guess, but almost like a more of an assistant. Yeah, he seems kind of almost like, but he like walks around quiet and sheepish. It's like kind of wait, who's Uh, dad? Sig's dad. Yeah, I was going to say Vowels. Wait a minute. Yeah, I Uh, know. um, Seg's dad. Sorry, the names are just, like, very hard to keep track. So, yeah, Seg's dad is kind of, like, a sheepish sheepish secretary. He, like, brings water and stuff like that. To Darren. Yeah. Yeah, he works for Darren. So, that happens. Darren's like, well, we're going to restore your cast, but you're not going to be L. You're going to be, like, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to adopt you, kind of. And oh, yeah, here's my daughter. Which, what was her name? That was like Nissa uh, or something. Yeah, Nissa yeah. Max. Okay, which they did interesting. Like her hair and stuff is like she looks cool. And then their scene together, I think, is a real interesting. That's where we see like the real pulls from the Snyderverse.
2: Yeah, with the he- uh, genetic like template.
1: Yeah, That, the that was the big
2: thing I noticed. I was sitting there, I'm like, this is literally right out of Man of
1: Steel. Yeah, which is that, so in, in this version of Krypton, the Kryptonians, like, they don't actually, because she even jokes like, oh, well, they used to carry their own children. Now they just kind of donate their DNA via blood, and then the machine makes them, and then they're, like, grown in people pods. I guess. And so she makes <laughs> jokes about that. She's like, yeah, I'm lucky that I even allowed to have kids and seg even says it's like yeah if you're like a lower rate like the lower class or whatever you're not allowed to couple or i can't they use like a bunch of weird terms it's like joining or something like that binding binding so and they do their stuff they put it in the computer and we see their kid which has 173 a, uh cycles cycles it has life a, cycles and yeah, it has a name corvex and she also references that her dad isn't like he wasn't really his choice, and that you know she,
3: that she did it, she chose him. Yeah. And so, I this isn't this it's not necessarily from this episode, but there they're, there's sort of like a scheme going on with them with Nissa and Darren Vex, where like they're they're acting real suspicious. And it's it's one one basically a bit of there's a, a, the character the big character reveal at the end does it, does it, does it this episode mm-hmm. we're, we're meant to believe that they're somehow affiliated
1: yes with that that's what I thought because before the big reveal at the end I had thought that our multi face voice of Rao was actually going to be Brainiac Uh... I might watch this show, so don't spoil it.
2: Yeah, I was actually gonna say, like, I've seen up to a certain point of what Brainiac can do, so I was gonna see something. But if you're gonna watch, I won't spoil.
1: Yeah, I might actually, because that's one of the things I'll say. It's like, norm like most of the other shows that we watch. It's like, ah, like the the Wonder Woman show. I was like, I would not watch this show. That Justice League show, I would not watch. The Aquaman show was fine. This show surprisingly was something I was like, oh, I guess I kind of missed the boat, but it's over now, so I can go and watch it whenever. But I do actually really like this, and I do think it takes the parts of the Snyder Superman that were really interesting, especially Man of Steel that whole beginning, and it is all of that, which is really interesting. Like, I love the costume designs. Like, I love how the upper crusty guys are, like, super clean and, like, Everything is, like, shaped, like, it's weird to say, like, this, they're so, there's not a hair out of place.
2: This has, like, a really good, like, quality to it in terms of production design. um, I still remember the first shot you see of Candor City in the beginning of the episode is gorgeous. Oh, yes. Like, I, I was, feel like
1: they used a lot of stuff from Man of Steel, like, that there was already made. Like, it makes, and all the practical stuff looks great, too.
2: The the logo for the House of L is definitely from Man of Steel.
3: Yeah, the uh, sand, sandstone or sunstone.
1: Yeah. A couple
2: uh, of things. Like but, the sunstone, like the last shot. And I go jumping ahead, the last shot. Yeah, when shot. they pull
1: out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I saw that I was like, ugh, was actually the final scene with Adam Strange. Um, the cape looked like dog shit, I thought.
2: That cape like, looked it, like it was made for a five year old at a Halloween oh,
1: parade party. In Halloween. Yeah, that looked like the cheapest cape ever with like the S on it. I was like, that's like that spray, like that sticky stuff that, like if you stretch it, it like peels apart. <laughs> um, I was like, you spent so much money and everything. You couldn't just get a cape from another. I guess I had to get a cape with an S on it. And we've never had a live action Superman that has had that. Because the so, Reeve, uh... Reeve Superman, he just had a red cape. Same with. Um, returns and with Cavill, like they didn't have the S on the cape. I don't believe
3: there was a character that was that was originally announced to appear in the show.
1: Oh, was it? Who was it that they that they didn't have? You mean
3: it, it, a character was supposed to a big time like character from the comics was supposed to be appear on the show, and it was later. That 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 the person was just or the character was just cut because they're like they wouldn't be able to fit the character in the storylines.
0: Hawkwoman. Really? Yeah.
1: That's something interesting. I wonder if it's because of how bad they were done in Legends of Tomorrow. (sighs) Oh,
0: well, no. Because this is this would have been way after that, right? This Notice. would have been a year or two. This yes. is This is this was not the
3: one remember there like the whole hogman conundrum. There's a hog hog girl hog woman conundrum where there's there's Shaira Hall Shayera Thal? Shaira Parker?
0: Yeah, well, because they keep reincarnating. And... I mean... It's one of those things where I see where
3: but like... You could do something with i mean I, I i have a feeling that that could have been what that could have been where um strange would have like it would have because it may have been a swap
1: yeah well i would say like hawkman and adam strange have had stuff together but they've also had i'm trying to remember the character's name but um in the recent hawkman book like he it revealed that they had like one of his lives he was a kryptonian and he was a Kryptonian scientist that worked with. I don't remember if he worked with. I don't think he worked with Jor-El, but he may have been like Jor-El's teacher. So they could have done something with that with uh, Hawkwoman. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other. So the other big scenes uh, we get is like the uh, Adam Strange comes back the second time, gives him the sunstone. He takes it to his parents, blah, blah, blah. Um, He ends up, like, hooking... We find out that he's hooking up with Light of Zod. Yeah. So we see that they have sex, and on his way home, there's a curfew. He gets caught. He gets rescued by his mom, who looks like she should be in Star Wars at this point, which is, like, the big thing is, like, the undesirable area, it looks like Star Wars. And then the upper crust area looks like the Krypton from Man of Steel a
2: super big turnaround because his mom was just like, "Oh yeah, whatever," I'm just kind of like going about her business, and now she's like, "I stole a thing, get in!" I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah
2: she like stole a skimmer."
1: Yeah, it was. That's where I was like, "Oh, this is like kind of Star Warsy." So they get into the skimmer, they fly out of the city, and this is where we see like the greater Krypton, where it's like snowy, and there's like a deserted, destroyed city outside of Candor. Uh, and then we see an ice fortress and it's the grandfather's fortress of solitude. Which, which is yeah, which
3: is supposed to be like why,
0: Cal, why they killed all
3: or no no uh well that, that that and um it would give inspiration to Jorel as like to
1: to build a thing. Yeah, or not,
3: no, to give... To give Kal-El Kal- Kal- something to make his own.
0: Mm-hmm. And which...
3: this is basically just... This is basically just, like, a dark version of Smallville.
1: Yes. I was going to say, which is funny, because that's right where we got to in Smallville is when he gets the Crystal to form the Fortress of Solitude. So it's not the... Because the Smallville version and the Reeve version is like the classic ice crystal palace. While this version, it's ice on the outside, but on the inside, it's like that kind of brushed bronze, like kind of man of steel looking Kryptonian metal. Although he still does use the the sunstone is a crystal, which is always like a thing in Kryptonian stuff. But when we get inside, we see like there's like something in a jar and there's a bunch of crap. And then there's a giant statue that's reminiscent of the statue that Superman has of his parents is in there. But I'm guessing it is a Val L and his wife. And they leave and they're going to get caught. And um, Sig is hidden by his mom in a thing and she gets arrested. And then she, uh, by, what's his name again? Dev M. And she invokes the name of, was it Black Zero? Yeah. And then they have their big council thing and they're going to punish them with um, Jane Azad is there as well as Darren Vex. And they're like, oh, we knew that there was going to be two people. And basically the dad kind of steps up and he steals a gun and goes to shoot. Um, well, dad kind
2: of first goes like, son, I love you. I did it!
1: Yes. Very, very quickly. Well, because they're like there was a second person, and there were sightings of Seg. So, and uh, the conversation that Jaina and the mom have is that like they know that their children have been hooking up, so that she's kind of protecting Seg and her daughter.
3: Also, um, we get uh, there's a, a certain line. There's a
0: line where the two matriarchs say talk about uh Zod mentions to Karis that the life signs registered
3: or life signs indicated that two people were in the skimmer,
0: and she she then. Pivoted to saying that she
3: she was involved with a black zero and you can get you and around, It's at this point where darren mentions that Mentions that or get, you, get, you get an impression that everyone wants to find what Val made
1: yeah we get that kind of after the trial because yeah, uh, Seg's dad jumps in, goes to shoot Jaina, he gets she shoots him in the chest so he dies and then the mom is like you bitch and picks up the gun and is like ha ha and then shoots her. But it definitely appears like both of his parents kind of do that knowing they're going to die so that they just get killed quickly and then they protect their son. God, this woman uh, this that, you, you can tell
3: this is so Goyer had his hands with, on it because of the opening of Batman v Superman.
1: Oh well, this is completely. This is where I was like, oh, he gets a Batman like origins. Like yeah, he gets to watch his parents be murdered in front of him, but as like a twenty something, I guess, instead of a child. It's like Gotham, but done better. Yes.
3: <laughs> okay, this makes sense. Uh, David Goyer wrote the or at the pilot. So
1: okay. That makes sense. Yeah, so we have them killed, and Seg we cut to, was like, Seg is all sad, and then the Lida shows up, and is like, oh, we still have each other, and he's like, well, was it was gonna be over anyway, and just walks away from her, and we see that he's pissed, he tells us, he gets his friend to get him a ship, and then he flies to the fortress, and this is where the third time we see Adam Strange shows up, and it's basically like, you don't get it, I'm sorry about your parents, but like, Something's coming. Uh, no, no, called... he,
3: he. This is a. He, he talks about this in the, se- in the second or in his middle scene. He mentions that someone is coming from from the past. Yes, or, or from the future to
1: change the past. Yeah, and then in the third scene, he's like, "Yeah, they call him the collective of Worlds," and we get this like crazy cutscene of like the giant skull ship, which and looks it... so goddamn cool. It looks great, and then we go inside. Yeah. And it's like uh, a living
3: machine. Yeah, and you see all the all the different worlds. Yes. And
2: bubbles. You yeah, the see little, like works. tentacles and everything kind of form up. Yeah. It, it then, looked
1: more it looked more like a tree to be honest. It well yeah, it looked like a metal tree, but like of like metal tubing. Yeah. It looked really good. It looked a lot like kind of injusticey version of Brainiac, like the video game. Um But yeah, then they're like, oh, but his name is really Brainiac. And then like it kind of opens and we see the green face and the eyes open and they're pitch black, which I think is a great design choice. Um, And then Adam shows him the cape, which is disintegrating. And he's like, it's kind of like a. um, A sand timer when it's gone and the future is gone. Hourglass. Yeah, hourglass. And he's just like, yeah, so you have to do this. And basically then he leaves and then we get the pull out of the S.
2: With the theme. Yes. Of uh, so, the old school John Williams theme. You hear a little bit of it.
1: Which I feel like they are, like, obligated to use it any like They show that symbol, like, in certain ways. So, and he's basically left in the fortress. I think the only other scene we got was, like, the, what's her name? Jane Azad and, what's his name? Darren Vex, like, arguing about, like, Oh, did you kill them just to protect the kid? Like, we need to find the goddamn fortress. Like, and she's like, Why do you want to find the fortress? And he's like, Yo, there's probably weapons and stuff. We don't want them to fall into the hands of Black Zero. So, like that's kind of where they leave us. I do think as a pilot episode, we kind of it's kind of a great pilot episode, I would say.
2: It does a lot of world building really well.
3: Yes. And
1: uh, I'm not I'm just gonna
3: talk about the Cerns like Connections to like previous stuff with previous stuff like uh Superman the animated series and mainly Constantine. This is more like just characters that appeared or and that like a character from Superman in the animated series and an actor from Constantine. So Lobo is in obviously season two. He is played by Emmett Scanlon, who was, who was going to be the specter on Constantine.
1: Uh, Well, they did have somebody play the cop in Constantine yeah that's the guy emma scanlon okay yeah he was actually
3: he was actually the it was down to him and matt ryan for for the role of john constantine oh wow and goyer basically just like whenever he has something for he has something he thinks scanlon would be good for he just like that they have a good relationship in terms of like working together and uh do you guys remember remember the character Jaxer?
0: Yes. Hmm.
3: And that they do a gender twist, a gender. I don't want swap you, a gender swap. And she's, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but she's a big character and. <laughs> The the way they like the way season one ends is more of a uh, oh yeah that that does really yeah. does him not single yeah. not single fucking favor
1: yeah <laughs> looking at the, the the suit that Val uh Val L is wearing like it literally looks like pajamas and uh, he's wearing like black pants and then he has this like child's cape but yeah. he like has such a pudge.
3: It looks like Adam West did, like if Adam West were still alive, <laughs> <laughs> if he was like, if he like him, like in like 10, 10, 12, 10, 15, 20 years ago, if he was, if he put on the outfit from the 66
2: series.
1: Oh God. Yeah.
2: This, this shirt, I swear to God, the shirt looks like it came from like, they have like a Walmart on Krypton or a Dick Sporting, mm. or a Sport Authority. And also fuck the cave on the next photo you just showed this, that, yeah.
1: It yeah. looks so cheap, right? It's it's weird of all the. Not that I'd cut you off, Al. Like, of all the stuff that they do, like, effects wise, like, the guns look great. The knives and swords look great. The costumes look great. Especially, like, all right, here's the cape from, like, the back that they did for Val. And it looks so much better. Although I still don't like the S, and I'm just not a fan of that. But, like, it's definitely a CG cape, but, like, it looks so much better. Like, somehow they just got, like, a garbage cape to, like, give him.
2: Uh, it, you know what it looks like? I swear to God, I was Superman once and I was, like, five years old. That cape looks like that. hmm Also, I do appreciate in that first photo, going back really quick, that you see this great production design, you see these great, like, soldier costumes, and then you see Grandpa's costume.
1: Yes. Although, one of the other things is I actually really like Adam Strange's, like bum lazy got like his costume like he's not in his goofy Adam Strange look he's in like a t-shirt with a hoodie with like a jacket thrown over that and a tiger's hat and jeans. Is
2: this a guild? No, it's the Detroit Tigers. (laughs) Oh Oh, yeah, and
3: then the planet he's from like planet Detroit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I do think I like that the soldiers aren't like heavily armored, but I actually really like their stormtrooper like masks. They're not like stormtroopers, but I mean like their helmets look awesome. Like, they're very intimidating.
0: So, uh, the...
1: Um, what's his face? What'd you say? You were talking about Lobo before, which... I, like, I know we didn't get to, but, like...
3: Yeah, he's, that's more of... I just want to say, like, there there are certain moments that... Like, things change. They give you a certain hints as to what's going to happen. Like, you see a certain there's a character who's going to make a big appearance later on in the season, and they show the they they straight up show the person on like on like a hologram type thing of like people like like someone odd asks who's this person, and her mother says. Some no one knows some some new player, and it ends up going to going to a shot on Earth of everyone like in in panic over the change that over the change that happens to history or to the time space continuum. Oh, Hmm. and then there's like a there's a scene in season two. Uh, I'm sure Hunter mentioned it where uh, Seg does sort of like, but he does what in in their scene where between him and Lobo in the forest or or some planet after he gets out of a certain area. He does, she straight up
0: does the Henry Cavill uh, like re-
3: reload of his arm like getting ready to throw oh <laughs> and it got to a point where people were saying we're talking about that and cameron cuff said well ha- who do you think taught taught him how to do it
1: oh <laughs> that's funny <laughs> yeah i did and- just say if you don't want to get spoiled by the show do not go on IMDb and flip through the pictures <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was like, gonna <laughs> say, don't I do guess. that.
2: The only thing I was gonna say was Walter Steele from Arrow shows up in the show. I won't say is who, but he's in the show.
1: Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, cool.
2: Um, also, uh, just continuing to,
3: to uh, our uh, beef with uh, Screen Rat, like <laughs> in the Fam Zone stuff. Uh, there's a point, or there's a, a there's a something on there from a few days, from like five, six days ago, about hints towards like where Krypton's going for season three, and this was like, oh, oh, like a week, week or two after the like it was canceled.
0: <laughs>
3: Man, they yeah. they they truly have no idea what had it like what's going on outside of their little world
1: yeah so i guess like to bef- kind of wrap all this up is like so to me and i guess i'll ask the same question both of you like is this a show that you would watch or will finish the two seasons that have uh that have come out i i will i think i will end up watching it at some point
2: yeah, I think once it becomes a little more easily accessible for me, is when I'll probably watch it again at some point.
3: I am most likely going to uh, to check this out because at first I just didn't. I was like, "Oh, that's that's dumb. That just it's got gore, gore involved." No, 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 no.
1: Yeah, what is interesting to me, like, the one character who they, like, shared that I was like, ooh, I don't know about this, was actually Lobo, which they were wanting to do a spinoff, which, thank God, that didn't happen. But the character designs, I would say, for Brainiac and Doomsday are amazing, like, compared to, like, I'm trying to think. We didn't really get, like, a full Brainiac, Brainiac, in Smallville, and... We haven't gotten any other version. There, we got two other versions of Brainiac, but not Brainiac like Prime in Supergirl. So this is really the first kind of real live-action like green alien version of Brainiac, and he looks well. Like, well Can cool. you
3: mind um, with Supergirl and Smallville? They're they're following. Well, with the, well with this, they're they're going they're going by everything with the sci-verse Yes, And and, and uh, Supergirl and Smallville, they're going by Donner.
1: Yeah, I, I guess in some ways. Like, Supergirl has, has had some of the other characters kind of more fleshed out. And, like, Smallville did do their own version of Doomsday. But I would say, like, we've had three live-action versions of Doomsday, quote-unquote. And this Krypton version is the best-looking one. And then I would say it's kind of like a toss in the garbage with the other two of, like, a guy in a rubber suit and then the cave troll that's in uh, Batman v Superman. You mean the Ninja Turtles live-action reject? <laughs> um, but I do, like, the Lobo is, like... I don't know why they're, like, they're trying to make Lobo a thing. Like, I like the character, but he doesn't need to be, like... It's like they want to make him Deadpool so bad. But otherwise, like, yeah, I think this is a good show. I love the design. I think, again, they took the best stuff from the Snyderverse and kind of blew it out. So, and that's why I'm interested in this. Um, I wonder if there's any chance of um, this getting saved in some sort of way with the other, the DC app or HBO Max. Because it does look like an expensive-ass show, I would say.
2: I wouldn't be surprised if like DC Universe or even HBO Max would pick it up in the next couple days. Yeah, well, I don't know about DC Universe considering everything with uh, Swamp Thing.
1: Yeah, well, Swamp Thing was like a whole other like goof up with it. So, and it's kind of more along the fate of the DC app in general. But I could totally see HBO Max picking this up.
3: Also, this uh, this show films in quite a lot of places.
1: Yeah, so it's mostly films in Belfast, I think I saw.
3: Belfast or four locations. Belfast, Montreal, and Serbia.
1: Yeah, I'm guessing Serbia is like any of the cold scenes, and Belfast for the most part, which is why like you get a completely different look compared to the CW shows that all film in Vancouver. So no matter what part of the world they're in, there are redwood trees and ferns. But yeah, I would say like this was surprisingly good. I think that this suffered from Gotham like a lot. I think the bad taste of Gotham really hurt the show. Which is
3: ironic because there was really, literally nobody
0: from one involved with the other.
3: Yeah, and Gotham like the the showrunner for that was the the guy from The Mentalist.
1: Yeah. I also think it kind of hurt it that it's on another network that a lot of people don't really have respect for, and that it wasn't More. connected to any specific universe. It, like It's like tangentially connected kind of to the Snyderverse, but since that's dead, it like turns into this whole other thing in many ways. So do either of you have any final kind of comments about Krypton?
2: I'm just trying to think. You know, I had it, and then it's kind of gone from my head. I was going to say, going off what you were saying, like, it just, this is the second good comic book show that sci-fi's canceled this year, the other being Happy. And, I don't know, it just kind of stinks.
1: Yeah. But, well, Happy kind of made sense because, like, I don't know where they were going to go. Because, like, didn't they, like, run out of source material after season one? Also, didn't
3: they
2: cancel Deadly Ca- Deadly Class too? They did, yes. And to answer your question, Lou, um, I think so. Question mark?
1: I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Like so, but they've all oh, like they have been known like to cancel like really good shows all the time. Like it's one of the problems with sci-fi. They're there's, about there's, as
2: bad as Fox.
3: Yes, there's only a thread in Phantom Zone right now, in the Phantom Zone group where people are talking about. All the shows that they've canceled, and they have a habit of canceling shows especially after a second season,
1: yeah they they'll cancel shows after second season for like their new awesome big show that then tanks,
3: yeah, yeah, like i am like I forgot who I was doing the uh who I was recording with maven you Lou uh, where I mentioned that stargate s g one or target Atlantis got canceled because the network wanted to get find a bigger sexier audience.
1: Yeah, the show that had Jason Momoa on it when he yeah. is like twenty.
3: No, no, he was in his thirties.
1: His, oh, his. 20s I forget 40. that he's immortal. Like <laughs> he's like unaging because he's like in his mid fifties, I believe, or something. Right?
2: No. Yeah. yeah no, no. In
1: the nineties, no, no, he's, he's like, forty. I think he's like, then he's in like his mid 40s. No, like he he's just turned
2: 40 older. like a couple weeks ago.
3: And then, how old was he when he was on, um,
2: on um, Baywatch? Uh, that was about 1999. So, you got to think he was maybe like.
1: He was born in 79. So, on Baywatch, 20? he would have been 20. but he still is like... when He must have done... What did he do? Conan when he was like 30?
2: Conan was 2011, so that was like right when Game of Thrones was taking off.
1: It was uh, 2011. He was born in 79. So like 30... Or between 31 and 32. Yeah. Oh, man. I forgot that he's in the Dune movie. Because he's with everybody in the Dune movie. Oh, well, yeah. Everybody. I'm almost done with the book. I'm finishing it like probably tonight. Yeah. So he was, he did Stargate Atlantis in 05 to 09. So he would have been like
3: 25. Between 25 and 30. Yeah,
1: so 25-year-old goddamn Jason Momoa isn't sexy enough for people. Because the one I always remember is they canceled Alphas, which is, like, my favorite X-Men show that wasn't X-Men. Well, technically uh, it was
3: because uh, Zach Penn, who wrote X-Men Last Stand, wrote, was writer, yeah. or a showrunner.
1: And that got canceled for a space show that I think lasted, like, a season, and they were trying to do, like, a tie-in video game, MMO. Oh, Defiance. Defiance, yes. Oh,
2: I've seen a couple
3: episodes of Defiance. Oh, it sucks. I p- I played the shit out of that Defiance game.
1: Yeah, they canceled like half of the programming on Sci-Fi for Defiance.
3: Because it was so expensive. Yep. And originally the the whole premise was the show and the TV were going to be a, like a symbiosis, symbiosis
1: with the video game.
3: And they ended up doing just saying coming out and saying yeah we can't do it. we can't this this won't work,
1: yeah, so yeah sci-fi network is not the best when it comes to like a stable environment. um they are also i mean that th- this is
3: the the network that was that aired the this, this like the cliffhanger finale of farscape and then canceled it <sighs> god,
0: god damn it, God damn, god damn it
3: sci-fi. Time. For some people, the ending of Hardscape, where the two main characters like are like one, uh like one proposing to the other, and then get them getting blown up.
1: Yeah, well, there's like a bunch of shows that have had wonky endings, like for many issues. But um, yeah, I don't think there's really much else to go on. Like, I actually think this is. I'm glad I kind of forced myself to watch this because it is better than I thought. And I should have given this more time. Like, I watched Gotham for... I gave Gotham a whole season. Season one. Before I was like, this is the dumbest <laughs> shit ever. And that was when it wasn't really super crazy. So... No, I No, season I, two...
2: I haven't seen the final season yet, but I saw, like, the suit and everything. But that, that show... You know what? I gotta, like, admire them for, like, going that crazy, but also not admire them because it's what? that stupid
1: when they put, um, what's his name? Michael Chiklis in like the executioner outfit with like makeup.
2: That was the funniest shit I've ever seen.
3: (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. We were were doing an episode of Phantom Zone and we were just like Hunter Hunter had an idea. Like he he was pushing for an idea to have like a uh, a eulogy for uh, Gotham or either eulogy or a funeral. One of the two.
0: And I think if the
1: show went on for two more years. Oh.
2: God. um, I I just remember... And I remember Jada Pinkett Smith is fish, and she's in a literal fish costume.
1: Oh, my God. And she's, like, doing it for the kid impression.
2: Is
3: this before or after she, uh... This is after she bites it.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
3: yeah, because, like, she gets you you think she gets killed and she she's in like some eastern european
1: yeah that's season 1 still but i think they kill her off again at the end of season 1 she gets killed off like twice no she i remember
3: her coming back when like a uh, couple tries to run for, is running from air and yeah
1: they she comes, she gets she, killed like several times in the show i think
3: yeah because she's like she's looking for uh what's his face the uh the guy that BD Wong played Oh, oh,
0: Hugo
2: Strange? Yeah. yeah. Also, I remember made... that Harvey Dent showed up on the show and they did nothing because I guarantee you that would have been about as silly as Tommy Lee Jones.
1: Yeah. And they made Fish's assistant into Solomon Grundy, I believe.
2: Yeah. So Can, can we just, can there just be a, like a separate Gotham podcast where it's just everyone <laughs> riffing on Gotham the entire series? <laughs>
1: I think it's just like everyone, like, you remember when they announced this? What the fuck were they thinking? What well, would have went on for four more years? Ugh. That's basically that entire podcast. But yeah, I. Th- Bas- but you just do
2: episode by episode, like, you know how you guys are doing Smallville? We'll have the Gotham Gazette or something. I
1: don't know. Oh, I don't think I could put myself through that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of us could put ourselves through that, to be honest. Yeah. So um, I guess we can wrap up. Uh, don't forget to check out the other shows. So. We have the comic show, which John is on all the time. We have the main um, Phantom Zone show, movie specials, Legion Talk, all that kind of stuff. Um, Small but, Chronicles. But here's the thing
3: Small Chronicles is the backbone of the <laughs> Phantom Zone cinematic universe. You can't forget uh, that.
1: Yeah, well, we are the constant. Um, and basically every show and every movie that ever exists has somebody from Smallville. Uh, that somebody appeared in Smallville. <laughs> yeah. Now, Smallville including...
2: is our Kevin Bacon, Six Degrees of Separation. Yes.
1: <laughs> um, even including Shazam. Like what's his name's dad? Is it's Lionel Luther. Oh, yeah. son of a bitch, yes. God damn yeah,
3: it.
0: Yeah, John Commer
1: plays uh, uh, Mark Strong is dead. Ugh. Damn it. <laughs> um So yeah, check out all that. Don't forget forget to go to Los Haro. Check out Legion of Tunes, Los Haro Games podcast that Alan is on. Um, And uh, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to everything. Leave five stars and tell a friend. Click that bell notification. Yep. And um, I guess that wraps us up. So we'll see you next time. Adios.